Hey everyone, this is the Everyday Leader Podcast, where we hear from inspiring individuals building and leading teams across Africa. Today, I speak with Hilary Sang. His career has spanned a range of countries and industries. This includes operational management, technology, and business intelligence roles at companies in the agriculture, insurance, solar, and health sectors, uh, such as Pula, Toto Health, and Azuri. He has helped set up and scale operations in a number of countries, including Kenya, Nigeria, Ethiopia, Malawi, and Zambia. Hillary most recently joined Apollo Agriculture, where he serves as the collections and repayments lead. I'm excited to speak with Hillary today because of his experience in managing and rapidly training large numbers of staff. Hey, Hillary, welcome to the show. Uh, good to have you here. Um, it, you know, you and I know we've we've worked alongside uh, each other back at our time at Pula. I've seen you in action, uh, setting up call centers, rolling out new apps in the field. So I can definitely attest to the type of leader and manager you are. And I'm really happy to have the chance uh, to speak with you on uh, our podcast. Uh, so, you know, I, I've told the audience a little bit more about your uh, you know, history working across a lot of different sectors and, and companies and roles. But I want to take us back and actually hear from you about one of the first times you managed a team. Can you remember, you know, what what role or what company you were with when you first kind of had the opportunity to step up as a leader and, and be a manager of others um, in some kind of capacity? Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, thank you, Chris, for this. Yeah, I, I know we have known each other from our times at Pula, and, and we worked we worked there together very well, um, and also used that opportunity to work in, in a number of other different countries. Yeah, so my first kind of leadership uh, came in when um, when I started working at, at Pula um, back like seven five seven years ago. So mostly it was around training field teams to be able to do uh, insurance crop cuts. And this involved field teams going into the farmer's home and doing experiment, uh, experimental uh, design and harvesting with farmers to determine um, uh, if there will be, it to, to determine the yield. So that is sort of the first kind of leadership that I, I started taking on. Um, so mostly it was just managing field teams, but as the team grew um, and, and the company continued to grow, I, I, I started taking more responsibility uh, as a leader uh, in, in that company. So that was sort of my first experience um, uh, leading a team. I had had some other leadership uh, roles before, but not very elaborate in, in, in the first startup that I, I ever worked with in, in health. So we worked in health in, in a place where we could be able to register mothers into a platform that they could receive messages about how the, how their children are doing and how the pregnancy is progressing and all that was automated. So that is also another team of agents that I led uh, through registration um, of, 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 our, of our, our, our customers back then. So that, those are the, 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 my initial leadership um, uh, uh, roles that I, that I took. Got it. And when you stepped into that first role, did you feel prepared? Did you feel ready uh, in that role? It, I, I, I did not, to be honest with you, I, 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 I wasn't ever ready. So it, it just 
because I, I really did not know um, how to to uh, to really lead because there's a lot of things that 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 really I really missed because I, I could give very very short timelines and uh, very short timelines for things to be done and 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 later on when we were sitting down to review how 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 things went i received a lot of feedback around the timelines especially in my first role when i was working with that health startup uh some people felt that they were never understood in a way because of how fast we wanted to roll um and and those are the things that 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 came in uh, into our, our discussion later on uh so i i i I don't think I was ready, but it's, it was a baptism by fire kind of thing uh, that I, I got to learn very fast uh, from that experience. Yeah, I bet. And so that feedback that you mentioned, was that coming from team members that you were overseeing or from uh, people that you were reporting to? Mostly the, 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 we, we had a very good place where people can, can give feedback. So it, it came from both. So it came from the people that were reporting to me and and sometime those people will directly talk to to the leadership so it's it's kind of a position where you could hear it from both sides um yeah that's great and it sounds like that kind of open culture of feedback really helped accelerate you during this baptism uh, uh, by fire experience and how would you say that that initial experience of getting that feedback maybe that the Timelines and communication was a bit uh, challenging. How did that shape how you, you know, evolved as a manager and as a leader? Because I know when I ran into you uh, in Zambia, you seemed very much like a natural leader. You know, you you're setting up call centers, hiring people. You know, people were you know listening to you, respecting you, looking up to you, uh, without you know seemingly you trying at all. So how did you kind of leverage that or, or move from that first experience to become uh, more of a natural leader over time. Yeah, so so that really shaped me in a way because you know when 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 you kind of hear such kind of feedback and step out and removing yourself from being the leader to being one of the people that report to you and thinking how will I think of me as the other person. So just being at, at another person's shoe, how will I think of myself if my boss came and gave me a very short deadline? If my boss, for example, told me to go somewhere which I thought was, was a bit far at, at that time, like, like that understanding of being on the side of the other person is what really helped me. And then also when I started growing, in every role that I've taken, I have always tried to be the the the, the, the least person in 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 that in that in that uh, org chat. For example, if I have people uh, report to me like like four or five roles, I will go down and and do the work, maybe even a sample of the last person in that food chain. So that will really shape how I look at people above me. And with that knowledge, I can sort of, the natural kind of leadership that, that you observed comes as 
as a result of lowering yourself to the level of the last person. For example, when we were even making calls to some farmers, I was actually making calls myself as, as part of the team and sitting with the team in a way uh, to make calls and doing role plays with them in, in a very natural way and also leaving the big seats and, and just coming down to be with the people. So I think that, that that feedback was really important for me because it really helped me think about myself as, as the people that I lead and how will I want to be treated and how do I make sure that, that the people that I lead don't feel, don't feel like, like there is even a hierarchy. Because a lot of people that I work with, even these days, they feel like they're in the same level as me. But if you look at it, it's very different. But I try to to come down and, and, and be very understanding. And this is something that I've also been teaching some of the leaders where I am right now and where I've been that report under me to try and, and gain such kind of understanding that will also help them uh, in, in becoming better leaders. So you mentioned about your current role uh, at Apollo Agriculture. Can you tell us a little bit more about what Apollo does and, and what your role is now? Yeah, so, so Apollo does, um, so, so, so the vision for the company is, is, is commercial farming for everyone and, 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 and the mission is uh, uh, it helps farmers in, in emerging markets to maximize their profits. So what we do, we give, we give loans, we give input loans to farmers in terms of a bundle. So we bundle what the farmer needs to be successful. This includes the fertilizer, the seed, the insurance, the trainings, um, and all the support that the farmer needs to be able to be successful. And that is given to a farmer. And then the farmer pays over a, a, a period of time uh, until a set deadline. So, so that is sort of the, the entirety of, that is what we do. And we, 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 we do different products. We do products around maize. Uh, we do products around tea. We do products around, um, uh, uh, livestock, dairy animals and all that. We, we are going into other smaller products that we think are agronomical, um, and I will be very helpful for the farmers. So my role at Apollo, I lead the repayments team. So I head the repayments department where, uh, repayment and insurance, where we, 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 we lead efforts to, to make sure that the, 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 the loans that has been given out to the farmers, we collect them over the period of time that have, that has been given. So that's, that's, that's really my role. And I also take, uh, much, uh, big part of the insurance uh, leadership where we we negotiate for better insurance contracts that will support our farmers to be successful in terms of their crop. Uh, we negotiate contracts around uh, insurance for our agro dealers and every other stakeholder that we work with. So that is my role at the moment. Well, I, and that strikes me as being quite uh, in line with the experiences you've had in the past, you know, your career spanned uh, not only agriculture, insurance, but also health and payments. Uh, so it sounds like uh, you're kind of in the right role to make use of that experience. 
Can you maybe walk us through like an example of a type of project uh, that you're working on and the types of team members, uh, whether they're peer managers or direct reports, uh, and how you kind of collaborate and come together to deliver results? Yeah, so actually after Pula, I went into Kego. So that is where I actually learned a lot about collections. And things like go as in uh, like solar home systems. Yeah, yeah, solar home system. And the company is 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 based out of here in Nairobi and Cambridge. It's called Azuri Technologies. So I was there about for about fifteen months, and and just started out at Apollo this year. So I can briefly speak about one of the biggest projects that I was leading there, and how that worked with with everyone else, um, especially. Um, at, at Azuri. So, Azuri gives, gave home systems to, to customers and then they will pay over time. So, they will pay lease to own sort of kind of contract where, where they pay to use. So, they pay weekly and, and they keep using the system. So, how, how, how that is designed is that, um, a person will give a deposit, which is almost the same as, as Apollo, where you will give a deposit and then get get the, get the, the product and then pay over time. Um, and then and then the, uh, at Azuri we used both the call center and the field agents to try and, and get the collection of the payments. So one of the things that we I led there until the time that I left, and we we out of about a thousand agents we enrolled about seven hundred of them into an automated app. So they had an app that they can monitor how their customers are paying. So this is the this was one of the biggest projects to automate the field team that I led and I coordinated this across a, a lot of teams. So the the how 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 the company used to work, it used to have um other companies that work in partnership. And they call them distributors. So the company had distributors that they, they used to distribute the systems in different countries, but one of them was here in Kenya. So, so there was a bit of complexities in terms of how the leadership style is on, on the current company, which is the mother company and, and how the leadership is on the distributor side. So there was a lot of, um, peer to peer conversations and a lot of alignment meetings to make sure that that how even is the criteria of us giving these funds to our agents how do we make sure that that we are able to 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 to, to move wow that's fascinating um well hillary thanks so much for sharing about your experience you know uh going through all these different sectors, building teams. I think you're, you're such a great example of a leader that uh, is versatile, that you can, you know, pop into a country, set up a call center, uh, you know, set up different alignment meetings so that when you roll out these new technologies, they can really be you know, embraced by the field team and used to drive some of these impactful uh, products and services out to all sorts of customers. Um, and I look forward to following you on your leadership journey. I think a lot of companies will be eager to, to partner with you in the future and uh, keep up the great work. Thanks, Hillary.